Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome into a new episode of Out of Line. I have recurring guest Liam. Liam, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm in a tough spot. I just lost uh, both MAC games today, Northern Illinois and uh, Bowling Green. But uh, hopefully the weekend will uh, fix it up. You know, it's the only people who I, I would bet that 99% of the people who watch these Maction games on Wednesday nights are gamblers. Probably higher than that. Probably higher. You're right. Probably higher. Not just gamblers, like degenerate gamblers, like people who bet Portland State, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I didn't even bet any of these games. I was just too busy. I wouldn't, wouldn't have even gotten a chance to watch it. But um, I think West Virginia should have covered. I would have won both sides. By the way, I went – I tallied it all out. I went back into the show and checked all my picks. I went exactly 14 and 14. So you would not have really lost money, but you wouldn't have won money either Either if you listened to all my picks. Which, by the way, by my standards this year, 50% is pretty good. 50% is pretty good by my standards this year. Um, West Virginia should have covered. I don't know if you watched that game. I don't even know how many people watching the show would actually watch that game. But West Virginia should have covered. Um, I don't know if you knew. They went for it on fourth down on fourth and goal, clear pass interference by TCU. They should have called it. But even if they didn't, they should have at least kicked the field goal. That at least puts TCU close. That that at least puts West Virginia tied at 34 at the end of the game. And even if TCU had been a little more passive and trying to kick a field goal, I still win both sides of that bet. So I'm absolutely disgusted. TCU never should have covered this game. But you're glossing over what happened, though. There was 30 seconds left, and TCU had a fourth down in inches. So if they if they if they converted the fourth down in inches, then they would have just ran the timeout because West Virginia had no timeouts left, and they instead decided to throw the ball to the end zone. No, what I'm saying is that if they had been tied at 34, they would have kicked the field goal. But it would have covered if if they didn't throw it to the end zone for no reason at all. That's what I'm saying. West Virginia would have covered. Yeah, but it, I'm saying if. They, they they didn't they shouldn't have kicked the field goal they should have went for it oh I see you're saying I'm undermining my own argument all they have to do is all all TCU should, needed to do was get one yard or an inch yard and then they could have ran out the but clock. the thing is I also had the over so that doesn't help me so in that case I would have gone one and one I also I wanted to win both sides of the bet which I easily could have done if West Virginia had just kicked the field goal and TC and then then the game's tied at that point. TCU looks to just kick the field goal. It's 37-34. I win both sides of the bet. That's what should have happened is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I don't that, know if you had that game or not. But I, I had a lot on, on, on West Virginia. Yeah, we were both wrong. But, uh, yeah, they should have covered. Uh, they should have easily we... covered. Uh, it was, I still it was... don't know why TCU was going to the end zone there. TCU always covers when they shouldn't cover. Right. TCU is like the king of – they're like the kings of backdoor covers. Like like they, they cover or they push when they have no business even even covering the spread this game. Uh, Ole Miss yeah. was my – I don't know if you saw this. Ole Miss was my lock of the week. Um, Ole Miss minus two and a half was my lock of the week. Um, I was watching that game. The game wasn't quite as close as it looked. I mean, they won 31-28. Texas A&M scored like a garbage time touchdown at the end, and they could have gotten back to win, but they really couldn't. Uh I really, I liked Ole, I really liked Ole Miss this game. Uh, the one thing I find, one observation that I'm making about um, about Texas A&M is that they always play really bad against bad teams, yet they always seem to, like, almost beat a bunch of good – like, what is it about them where they 
they, they can't beat Appalachian State, but they almost beat Alabama and come within. A, yeah, they play to their opponent. What they play to their opponent? It basically, it seems like, which says a lot about their coaching. I mean, they're talented. They're what they had the top recruiting class last year. I don't know. I don't know what Jimbo's doing down there. Yeah, but top recruiting class won't come into play for another. You know, they're still going to be freshmen this year or whatever. Yeah, but but still, I mean, it was enough to get them ranked. Like I think it was five in the preseason ranking. Yeah, I I mean, there's going to be a lot of results that don't make sense early in the season, especially. I mean, if you think about it, of all the teams that have been somewhat of a disappointment, if you look at the story of all of the teams this year in college football. The only one that seems to not have any upside, or at least one of the few, I would say there's a few others, one of the few that doesn't seem to have any upside to it is AM. There's not much of an upside until Jimbo Fisher finally figures his shit out. What do you mean? No, what I'm saying is that they were the fifth-ranked team. They've yeah. already paid Jimbo Fisher all this money. So Texas A&M doesn't have much leverage over Jimbo Fisher. So they've already committed to him. And this year, they're not even ranked. Yeah. But, I but, mean, well, yeah. But they also are playing in the SEC. Like, they weren't expected to beat Alabama. No. Um, it's not that they didn't beat Alabama. I mean, like, it's just the fact that this team is talented enough to actually win games and they lose to a bunch of terrible teams, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying, but I feel like that a team that's in a worse position would be Michigan State. Because Michigan State is terrible, and they owe Mel's Tucker like $100 million. That's true. That's true. I think Michigan State is in a worse position than Texas A&M, because at least Texas A&M has talent. With talent, you could kind of do something with that. Um, and and I, I'd be the first to tell you Jimbo Fisher is an overrated head coach, but he's, he could at least do something with talent. Michigan State looks like they're doomed for a long time. They don't have talent, and Texas A&M would beat Michigan State. I mean, they, they would definitely beat Michigan State if they played. Um, so you're right. I think Michigan State's in a worse position, though that's not saying much, especially when you have a bunch – especially when your players are, like, beating up on other players. And Well, and, yeah. You know, I mean, that was the thing, if you wanted to talk about that. Like, the, 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 the thing is that they might fire Mel Tucker at some point in the next two, three years. So then they're going to have to buy him out. Have um, to buy him out. Yeah. I mean that's always the case. I mean sometimes I mean, if they have three, sometimes the buyouts worthy. Yeah, I mean if they if if they have a losing season next year, in addition to this year, in addition to what happened on Saturday, they'll probably fire him. Yeah, although it's hard to blame Mel Tucker for what happened on Saturday. Yeah, but I'm just saying in in terms of everything in 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 this fight. I mean Michigan State has been relevant since Mel Tucker took over. Essentially, no, they haven't. And it's I mean, not like they. It's not. And it's not like Michigan State doesn't have a history of being relevant. Exactly. They at least had a history of being relevant. It's not like Nebraska. Even actually, even Nebraska, you could say the same thing about. Uh, but it's not like they haven't been good in the past. You're right. They're probably going to fire Mel Tucker at some point, but it's going to be a hefty buyout, right? Um, which at some point they often deem worthy. They they deem worthy. Like, I mean, they, it's probably like one of the best schools when you look at it, athletically wise, like in basketball and football. Michigan State's probably like one of the only teams that's deep in the playoffs every year, obviously the last few years in football. But what that means is that the fan base is probably demands winning. So And the donors. And the donors. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, so like losing winning. is even personified. I mean, overall, I don't think you could say Mel Tucker is it, – it's not even like you can make the argument that Mel Tucker is a good head coach. It's it, like you right. can't. He's clearly not very good. Um, he, so, yeah, at some point they're going to fire him. 
not this year, maybe not this year, but within a few years. Well, I mean, I mean they might fire him at the end of the year. Who knows? I, yeah, I, I, at the end of this year, or definitely the end of next year. But you have to figure that they have they have three losses, in my opinion, built into their schedule already in Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. But so, you know what? well, no, because you're taking it as an unexamined given that they're going to lose to Penn State and Michigan. Ohio State, I'll give you, but. I mean, this year, Michigan and Penn State are much better than them. But Michigan State plays tough against Michigan. They beat them last year when Michigan was a better team. So it's not like every year, whenever Michigan State and Michigan are similarly, are at similar skill levels, whenever they're they're at similar levels, Michigan State usually wins. Um, Even when Michigan's favored. And Michigan State, they can beat Penn State. And Penn State's not even good every year. So I, I don't agree. I think that the only game that Michigan State is almost guaranteed to lose would be Ohio State. That's the only one where I could say, okay, you can lose that game every year and still be a very good head coach. I can give mm-hmm. I can give you that one. But it's not so much that they're losing to these teams. It's that they're the team is just not good. Like they're not just losing to good teams, they're losing to bad teams. Right. Like so that that's the I mean that's the thing with the Big Ten. The Big Ten is I mean, overall, I think they're the second. Overall, I think the Big Ten is the second best conference in college football right now. But the middle of the Big Ten is just so bad. Like, there's some really. It's very black and white. There's a lot. There's of a big- scenario. There's a scenario where Northwestern could win the Big Ten West, which is ridiculous. I it would mean, be the a seven-way tie, and they would win on tiebreak, and they would be four and eight in that scenario. Yeah, I mean, the Big Ten West is such a joke. I mean. I think we may have talked about – I don't know if it was with you or with somebody else where we talked about uh, divisions in college football. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually sympathetic, I would say, to the argument that divisions aren't good for college football but because of the lopsidedness of it. At the same time, I kind of do like it because at least teams are guaranteed to play each other. If there's a playoff conversation, yeah, but they could just protect you. You could just, you could just like, like, um, like, um, what the Pac-12 did, where you could just have a protected rivalry game, so they'll play every year, no matter division or not. Yeah, I'm not talking about rivalry. I'm, I'm just saying, like, okay, you have the Pac-12, who got rid of divisions, right? Um, at least if it, like, USC and Oregon don't play each other this year. If they still had divisions, USC and Oregon would, if one of them made the conference championship, would be guaranteed to play this year. So that at least, I think it's better for college football. But Um, I, oddly enough, though, I don't think it's good for conferences. Right, but like, would you obviously like? Would you rather watch Ohio State play, uh, you know, Illinois in the um, Big Ten championship this year, or even Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship this year, or then play Michigan? Of course, you'd rather than play Michigan. I'd rather than play Michigan, but like. Okay, they play Michigan the last week of the regular season every year. Are they going to play Michigan in no that the Saturday after Thanksgiving and then play Michigan again? It happens in the Big Twelve game? all the time. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State played each other like, like I mean, uh, sure that I mean that's fine. I'm just asking the I, I mean I'm not I'm fine with that. I'm just asking the question of like okay, they're going to play each other the last week of November and then play each other again. I don't yeah. know. Fine, like I'm fine with that. But, I, but yeah, I mean, I think I think also that the conference realignment is going to kill like so many great matchups. Yes, I, mean, the I fact agree. That we're not going to get Oklahoma. Oklahoma State sucks. 
but like the thing is, I don't have a problem with divisions. I think the problem is that some of the divisions are just too lopsided. Yeah. That's a bit of a problem. Um, which, by the way, I think in some ways, like I said, is bad for the conferences. Right. It's not necessarily bad for college football. I mean, it's bad for the conferences in the sense that it's bad for the conferences in the sense that you can only lose that. Like you, you have nothing to gain. You can only lose. At the same time, to me, the way I view it, as somebody who doesn't care about conferences, the well-being of conferences, I just care about college football. I'm like, well, if you want to be a playoff team, Ohio State, Clemson, whoever it is, beat this easy team in the conference championship game and you can get in. Right. And that shouldn't be a problem. I mean, the games are unwatchable in that sense, outside of gambling. Um, I haven't watched an ACC championship game that I would have wanted to in a very long time or even a Big Ten championship game in a very long time that was very, that was any good. But I don't think it's exactly bad for college football necessarily. Well, yeah, I mean, also, we're talking about because lopsided, but, I mean, it's it, it, you talk about, like, it's only college football as a problem. Where, like, in the NFL, like, right now, the the Giants and Cowboys would be two games ahead of any, any if they were in any other division, but they're not. But, you know, three years ago, the NFC East was the worst division in football. Or the Eastern Conference is way deeper in the NBA than the Western. But, you know, four years ago, it was completely opposite. So it, it, these things change year to year. And it's only getting talked about this year because of some of the lopsidedness. Yeah, although I wouldn't say it's only being talked about this year. Um, and the ACC thing is a little bit more new uh, because there were – I mean, that hasn't always been so lopsided. It's just that the whole – it was Clemson and everybody else, and, and the whole conference was terrible. Um, right. The Big Ten West thing, though, has been a thing for a very long time, that the Big right. Ten West was just terrible. I mean, even for a little bit, the SEC West was way, way better than the SEC East. For a while, that was a thing there, too. Um, yeah. I think part of the reason is because college football is so geographical. It's my theory, at least, right. um, that you don't get as much talent in some areas as others, and divisions are very much geographic-oriented. I think that's certainly a part of it. Not so much – not in the SEC so much. Um, a lot of those areas are high in football talent. Uh, but in the Big Ten, I would say the Big Ten East area is better for – college, is more rife with college football talent than the Big Ten West area. I right. think that's a big part of it. Um, if you look at – the Pac-12. I mean, the Pac-12. They got rid of divisions. I don't remember the divisions being that lopsided in the Pac-12 when they had them. No, not really. It, it really wasn't that bad. And 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 Oregon at the time, it's like now USC and UCLA are going to be getting most of the Southern California recruits. When at the time, I think that um, uh, it, for a little bit of time, Oregon was getting a whole bunch of those recruits. So that obviously had a lot to do with it too. So anyway, uh, I want to talk about the college football playoff rankings coming out. Um, or as I, you know, people like to call it the, uh, or as I want to call it the Clemson Invitational. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. So the the committee put, um, the committee put Tennessee, Ohio State, um, Georgia, um, Clemson, and then and then Michigan at five. I think it's madness that they put Clemson ahead of Michigan. I think it's a disrespect to Michigan. People are really mad about the TCU thing. I'm not too mad about the TCU thing. I think they probably should be ahead of Clemson. I think they de- they're more deserving than Clemson is. I'm not sure they're that much better. I think TCU is probably better than Clemson, though I'm not sure. Um, overall, I think TCU is a little bit overrated, even though they're a likable team and they're deserving of what they got. I think they're a little. I don't. I think they're a little bit overrated. Um, 
but overall, my main reaction is Michigan was disrespected. I, I think that I don't see how any reasonable person can argue that Michigan hasn't been a better team than Clemson. Uh, I think this is Clemson bias. I, like people talk about SEC bias by the committee. I think there's more brand and recency bias from the committee. The fact that they have a recent national championship and that they're a big brand, I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, I, I think that – I don't know. What, what was your reaction to these? Well, first my reaction is that Clemson should be uh, eliminated from contention uh, solely based on the fact that they stormed the field after beating Syracuse. Which is <laughs> that's um, pathetic. That that, is pathetic. That's unreal. By the way, I do want to talk about that for a second. Isn't it wild that they still allow that? Field storming? I mean, look how – they don't allow it at professional games. Uh, it's crazy, but it is, so it is dangerous. uniquely college football. But I, I – the sto- I think they were confused and thought they were at a basketball game. I mean, the storming of against Syracuse is insane. Yeah. Uh, but, um, well, the first reaction is that I know that you says Michigan's out, but Michigan will be in next week because one of Georgia or Tennessee will lose. Uh, likely Tennessee. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, I agree, but uh, Tennessee, you have to have it number one, in my opinion. They have the best win, um, even though I think you'll disagree. But uh, – and uh, yeah, I, I didn't really have a problem with it, but I, I didn't have a problem with it because I know that one of Georgia or Tennessee will be will be gone at the end of the week. Yeah, I don't. I didn't necessarily have a problem with Tennessee at one. Here's the thing: Tennessee is more deserving to be the one spot, though I don't think they're the best team. They have the three best. I mean, they killed Kentucky and LSU. I mean, they destroyed LSU on the road. LSU's the LSU's a top ten team. And they destroyed them on the road, and they beat Alabama. Obviously, yeah. those are better. Those are really, really good wins. Um, Ohio State doesn't have wins as good, though. I think they're the better team than Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, I love Tennessee. We had um, some. We had you know someone who's not going to be named, but had uh, Kentucky as a lock to beat uh, Tennessee in Tennessee, and um, the game was quite literally. Over on the first play of the game, Tennessee scored a touchdown on the first play of the game. They won forty-four to six. Tennessee is 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 really good, and um, they've dominated the opponents that are in Alabama. Now we're going to see them against Georgia, but I, I, I think Tennessee is good. The only thing that I would say about the quality wins is uh, Clemson has no chance. Clemson can only basically fall because they have no chance really to get a quality win. The sure. only thing they can do is either fall a loss falls them, or uh, hope that other teams lose and then they they can climb up that way. But in terms of like they can't get a big win. No, the best win they can get is this weekend against Notre Dame. Right, and that and that's not even that big a win. It's not that big of a win, although these teams are pretty. I mean, Notre Dame's it comes is only favored by like three and a half points. I mean, this looks like the toughest game. The thing is. What I find so interesting about these com- about the committee and everything that they base their decisions off of is that there's – I mean, first of all, I don't think that – I think this weird obsession with the number of ranked wins you have I think is silly because, first of all, the fact that they cut it off at 25 is a really random arbitrary number. Mm-hmm. Why is – top 25 ranked and not top 15? Why not top 30? Why not top 35? 
Like, why top 25? Like, why is 25 the number? Second right. of all, I don't think they get it to a T who the top 25 teams are. Right. I mean, how you really distinguish the teams 21 from 23 to 27 to 20 to 28 to 20 uh, to 30 to 31, it, it just isn't reasonable to me that you can even argue that they're even trying to get the top 25 teams once you get that low. Also, it's worth noting they use a lot of circular logic. It's not a coincidence that NC State, Syracuse, and Wake Forest are 20, 21, and 22. That, you know, oh, who does that help? Oh, it helps Clemson. So Clemson says, well, the problem is they would say, oh, Clemson has three ranked wins. Well, who determines who the ranked teams are? Oh, we do. Well, why are these teams ranked? Well, one of their losses was against Clemson, who's the number four team. Right. It's just completely circular logic that they often use. I remember five years ago, uh, Alabama beat Fresno State. Uh, and then at the last week of the season, they put Fresno State at 25. Oh, that's, right. that's very convenient that you put Fresno State at 25. Right. <laughs> like, just to, oh, who does that help? So I, I always find the whole committees, the decision-making to be very weird because they're the arbiters of who the ranked teams are. And the logic is just circular, basically. Yeah, it's... It's, it's, it's really it's, bizarre. I mean, obviously, it's, you know, clearly it's a uh, it's a judgment call. Right. But because, you know, listen, like, like for instance, uh, LSU is ranked as number 10, right? Uh, LSU lost to Tennessee, which is not a terrible loss. And they lost to um, Florida State, which is a bad loss. But... They're ranked five spots out of Penn State, and Penn State has the same record, and both their losses are against Ohio State and Michigan, who, as we've talked about, are two of the top four teams in the country. So, uh, you know, it's stuff like that. Like, how could LSU be five points ahead of Penn State just because Penn State lost this week? So well, to be fair, 10 to 15 are sort of indistinguishable. I mean, whoever is at 10 and whoever is at 15 aren't going to have records that much different, to be fair to the committee. Um I also think that the committee didn't care that much about the Florida State loss. Uh, I, that's what I – because well, it, it clearly was scheduled – What? Clearly not. Clearly not, obviously. Um, I The thing is, I mean, people wrote off Utah. I, I mean, I think LSU should be anywhere between between 10, to, 10 or 11 probably. Um, I would probably put UCLA ahead of LSU, but LSU being at 10 is fine. Um I think a lot of people, I think Utah got disrespected. Where was Utah ranked? They, they were like not even, Utah should probably be 12 or 13 at worst. I think that the one team that got, that really is overranked. Utah's 14. Okay, Utah's 14. Um, the one team that I think is ranked too high is Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is ranked too high. Ole Miss is not 11. I mean that 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 one I think is just yeah. Ridiculous. I mean they got killed by LSU. They got killed by LSU. They they honor. I mean, I mean they got killed by LSU. I mean Kentucky's unranked. They beat them by a field goal at home. I mean I'm not saying Kentucky should be unranked. By the way, I think Kentucky should be ranked. But Ole Miss. I mean they're not a better team than Kansas State. I think that's just ridiculous. I don't know why. I don't know why Ole Miss is ranked so high. LSU, I'm fine with their ranking, though I, I do think they got the benefit of the doubt for sure. Um, but I don't think it's too far off. Um, but then how, you know, like, it's going to be interesting, like, how far they'll go down after they lose this week and stuff like that. 
Um, I think they'll go down. Like, they'll probably go to, like, 13th. It depends on how bad they lose. Yeah. I mean, if they lose in, like, a thriller, they'll go down a little bit. But if they get killed, they'll get down. They'll, they'll go down pretty low. Um, yeah, I don't know. If I mean, have... they'll still be ranked. But they if LSU proves that they're not even competitive against good teams, then if they can't be competitive against Tennessee or Alabama at home, they would probably drop down a little further than if they lose in a thriller to Alabama. Yeah. Which I think is going to be closer to the truth uh, based on how Alabama has been on the road, but either, either way. And LSU, I mean, you have to, LSU does have some pretty good wins. They do have some yeah. pretty good wins. They beat Ole Miss. They beat Florida. They beat Ole Miss. They beat Ole Miss. They beat Florida. Um, they beat um, – what am I missing? Am I forgetting one? Which Florida had a, a – um, I, ha- I had a part. Yeah, I mean, they killed Ole Miss. Yeah. But, I, you know, and, and Florida's not that terrible. I mean, Florida gave me uh, – I don't think Florida's really that bad. They I gave me a scare this weekend because I had Georgia money line in a parlay and, and – Florida started to, to bring that game back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I had Florida against the spread. Um, I, I don't know if you did. Um, no. I don't think Florida's that bad. I mean, they came pretty close uh, against Tennessee, They uh, at Tennessee. They came – they only – They lose. beat Utah. Yeah, they beat Utah, which is the 14th-ranked team. Um, and they only really lose to good teams. Like, it's not like they're losing to Appalachian State. I mean, they're losing to teams that are just good. So I don't really think Florida is really a bad win. I mean, I do think that's a pretty good win, um, especially on the road. Uh, so I think that's a that's a pretty good win. I, like, I think people are writing off Florida because they don't have a good record. But yeah. realistically, if they were in an easier conference, they could be ranked. They could be for sure. So it, it's just that they play a bunch of tough teams that ACC teams are fortunate enough not to have to play. Right. Um, I mean, I think UNC being ranked that high is kind of a joke too. UNC is not good. Mm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why they put UNC so high. But yeah, I mean, obviously they did a lot of this stuff to help Clemson. I don't know how they even follow college football if they think that Clemson should be ahead of Michigan. I think that was ridiculous. Um, but overall, I would say for everybody upset about TCU, first of all, like I said, I think they were a little again a little overrated, but. They still control their own destiny. I don't think yeah. there's a scenario where TCU goes undefeated and wins the conference and doesn't get make the playoff. I think they make the playoff. No, I agree. What? Listen, I agree. But the big game, the, you know, win this week if you're TCU, and then you go to Texas next week, and then that'll be the big game. Yeah, the thing is, I, win just don't Texas. Think, I don't think TCU is that much better than their competition. It's not like a team like – Michigan, who has been so dominant. TCU is not dominant. They don't look like they're that much better than most of the teams in the Big 12. No. So I think they're bound to lose at some point. I, I don't think, think they're going to keep it up. The next three, the next three, they play Texas Tech at home. Then they go to Texas, and then they go to Baylor. I don't see them winning all three of those. I think one of those games they'll start. And their winning. defense is at best middle, is like middle of the road for the Big 12. I think the reason they keep winning so much is – Partly because they have a very good quarterback. Max Duggan is having – he's playing phenomenal. When you have a good quarterback, you always have the edge in close games. And they have a good head coach. So those two factors, I think, really help TCU win these, t- win these right. close games. I mean, and, and, and also for the people who are saying that they should be in. So in the last few weeks, in, in this month, they gave up uh, 
38. They give up 31 to to uh, Kansas. They gave up 40 to Oklahoma State, albeit that was in double overtime. They gave up 28 to uh, Kansas State, and they gave up 31 to West Virginia. So their defense is pretty bad. Their defense is not good. They're de- they don't play good defense. It's just that they have a very good quarterback play. And, and, and the thing is, it's not that difficult to see that just from watching these games. Even though they tend to win by big margins, so, uh, margins bigger than – margins that suggest the game is not as close as it really is. It, when you look at their competition with these mediocre Big 12 teams, it doesn't – I mean, even though they're able to win, they don't look like they're that much better, which is a skill in and of itself. But right. I mean, you're still comparing them to top four teams. That's not good enough to be a team like Michigan or Ohio State no. or Alabama. Or no, and we've State. seen we've seen teams with uh, we've seen teams with bad defenses get into the uh, playoff before, yeah. like Oklahoma a few years ago, and it always it always goes horrific. It goes horribly for them. I mean, having a really good defense. I mean, we've seen. I mean, yeah, Oklahoma's one example. Um, I mean, that, that's the most prominent. I mean, you could even look at a team like Ohio State from a few years ago who didn't have that great of a defense. And most of the time, teams who have very good offenses and not very good defenses win. Uh, it, most of the time, they don't make the playoffs. And when they do, they yeah, you're right. It doesn't go good for them. I mean, um, Ohio, State put up, uh, Ohio State put up 44 in, at Penn State over, over the weekend. And Penn State has a, a better defense than TCU. So, I mean, right. what are they going to put up in a neutral site against TCU? Like, Right. That's that's why they don't want the TCU in right now. Right. Realistically, you have to look at these teams and say, well, you know, okay, they need to double overtime to beat Oklahoma State at home. Are they really that much better than Oklahoma State? But probably not. I, would you agree though that that with these rankings, we have the the possibility, and I think Michigan will get in at some point, but that we have the possibility for the best college football playoff ever yet. Yes, I don't see really a big blowout in either of the games. We also have a possibility. We also have the possibility of three SEC teams. I don't think that's likely to happen because yeah. the committee doesn't want to give into the perception that they favor SEC teams. But it certainly is possible. So let me ask you this: If LSU were to beat uh, they won't. But if let's let's say for the sake of argument, LSU were to beat Alabama on Saturday, are they alive? With two losses, yes, they're alive. But they would have to win the SEC championship game. I mean, how do you think that 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 every game for Alabama the remaining of the season is a must win? Yes, okay. they can't lose another game. There's no way. No way. I think that if they lose another game, not only do I think that Alabama is out of the playoff, I think they drop a lot. Yeah. I, I think that if Alabama loses twice, I get the sense that the committee, largely to undo the perception that they favor Alabama, would drop them probably – they would overcompensate and drop them further than they should, which yeah. they've done before in the Mac Jones year. When yes. um, Tua got injured, Correct. and then Mac Jones took his place. After they lost to Auburn, they dropped drastically, uh, and when they really probably shouldn't have dropped that far. So I think that would probably happen. Um, no, they can't lose another game. No way. Um, and by the way, Alabama, if you think about it, they have a lot of 
they kind of have a lot of they have some bad luck this year because most of the tough games that they're playing against like actual good teams are on the road and Alabama's hasn't been good on the road I mean they're, they're playing LS they're going on the road to play they still have to play LSU and Ole Miss on the road uh, I'll double check this for a second yeah um, but I know those two and there might be an, there might be one I'm forgetting uh yeah, next week obviously the big game is LSU on the road, old, and Ole Miss on the road. So, so those two, those two. But uh, but don't forget, don't forget the. Uh, there's another really big game too against them, um, Austin P. Right, P A. I don't know how you pronounce it. <laughs> that November yeah, Austin P. That November cupcake that that uh, SEC teams always play. Yeah, and, and and then I know that I know that they suck. I know that you know. I know that they're really bad and they just fired their coach, but I mean, I think that, you know, I, I don't think that, um, I think that Auburn always wakes up for a Alabama game. They always wake up for the, um, they, I mean, they have no chance to beat the them, but they'll, 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 I think they'll give them a game as well. You know, maybe the, I don't know what the spread's going to be, but it wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't I, be surprised if they end up covering. I, 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 I can see the spread being like 15 and a half, something like that, but yeah, that sounds we have to see way. what, what um, Auburn do. But the point is though, they have a lot of, they have a lot of uh, difficult. Uh, they they don't have an easy road ahead. No, they they don't. They, and, certainly not. They're really going to have to earn it. This I mean, they year. don't have an easy road ahead. Um, they, they'll they'll probably win the um, Big Twelve, uh, the SEC West, though. Um, if they but were to they have win, to do more than that. The thing is, they have to do more than that. Yeah, but the thing is, though, if they were to win the SEC West, that means that the next that that it, at the end of the um, for the end of the season, they have LSU, Ole Miss. Then the Austin P game, Auburn, and then Georgia or Tennessee. So they to, and they have to win all of them. Yeah, and if they do, obviously they're in. But yeah, I, I mean, that's uh, it's not an easy schedule at all. No, it, it's not. I mean, but then again, you could kind of say the same thing about Georgia and Tennessee. Oh, they have to beat the they have to beat the other, and then Alabama. I mean, that's not right. Easy but I think that Georgia and Tennessee could both lose a game outside of outside of this one. No, sorry, one loss at the end. So, like Tennessee, well, I mean, could at least lose one of them will. Tennessee could lose and still get in. I think Georgia could lose and still get in. Yeah, um, I mean, if Georgia loses, they they would still get in over Oregon if Oregon won out. Not if they lose to Tennessee. They beat Oregon. I mean, okay, so if Georgia loses to Tennessee, okay, well, okay, I'll give you this a scenario. How about this scenario? Georgia loses to Tennessee. Tennessee plays Alabama in the SEC championship game. What happens? Is Tennessee still in? Wait, say it again. So, okay. Tennessee beats Georgia on Saturday. Yeah. Tennessee then plays Alabama in the SEC championship game. Alabama then beats Tennessee. And, and, and then, and then uh, uh, Alabama, you're saying, has won out. Right. Alabama. I think Tennessee. Yeah, you might be right. I think Tennessee would probably get in in that scenario. But that might be a scenario where you get. Why wouldn't they? That might be. But that that might be a scenario where you get the three SEC teams. Possibly. I mean, it could be a scenario where. I mean, you're right. It could be three SEC teams. Though I don't think that's very likely. Um, But I I don't think. I mean, it's possible. I mean, you have to remember Clemson has to lose, and they have a very easy schedule. one of okay, if that happens, if there's three SEC teams, there would be three SEC teams and one Big Ten team. So basically, Clemson has to lose at some point. Yeah. Um, TCU and and 
Prob- I mean, even if Oregon does, I don't know what's going to go on in the Pac-12. But TCU is going to have to lose um, in order for that to happen. A lot of things, I mean, it, it's not as difficult as you might think it is. I think the hardest part for the, to get three SEC teams is to, into the playoff would be getting Clemson to lose. That might be the hardest part. Yeah. Um, TCU and Oregon losing, not out of the pale at all. I mean, that's totally, I could totally see that happening. Um, I, I think it also depends on how these games work. Like if Tennessee comes really close to beating Georgia, I think their playoff chances are much higher. But what if it's the reverse? What if Tennessee loses to Georgia in a thriller, Georgia then loses to Alabama? What happens then? Yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, I, I I think that that's another scenario where you get the three SEC. But let's, I mean, let's also, let's look here. So just to play whatever, Oregon play Colorado, who's arguably the worst team in the country on Saturday. Then they play Washington, who's not terrible. They play Utah, who's obviously ranked number 14. And then they go to Oregon State, which is not only a rivalry game on the road, but Oregon State's also ranked. So I think or it's not out of the round that Oregon lose, which eliminates them. Right. So I think if you if you um, if you were to take like uh, if you were to take like um, basically uh, how the how how the basically what's going to happen how the Pac-12 goes is that Oregon's going to beat uh, is that Oregon's going to beat Utah, lose to Oregon State. And then beat uh, USC or UCLA in the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, and Basically, then nobody. The and then nobody in the Pac-12 gets exactly. it. I mean, the Big Twelve tends to work that way too. Yeah, I mean that's literally how the Pac-12 goes every year. Every um, team, any conference west of the Mississippi seems to work that way. I mean, and by the way, when you talk about divisions, right now the number one team in the in the uh, in the Pac-12 would be if they had divisions in the Pac-12 North would be Oregon, and the number one tw- team in the Pac-12. South would be USC, and right now the number one and number two teams in the Pac-12 are Oregon and USC. Right, right. So it just so happens that the one conference that still had – that got rid of the divisions was the only conference that it would have worked for them. Right. Go figure. And, 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 and uh, like, you have to also believe in Bo Nix to get a team to the playoff, which is – But at the same time, though, it's like that part sucks. I mean, people are talking about the divisions. I mean, Oregon and USC – they can't – I mean, they would play each other in the Pac-12 championship game, but if they're one and two. Um, right. But it's no guarantee that Oregon is going to play in, uh, another team that they're going to play each other, at least before. I mean, at least not yeah. if – I mean, there's no guarantee with divisions either, actually. But still, I mean, I would still rather see that. Yeah. I mean, we're so we're going to get in, in – in um, in uh, the next month, we're gonna get that. We're gonna get uh, Oregon, Utah, Oregon, Oregon State, and U- U- USC, UCLA, which is gonna be great. So it's finally we get some good Pac-12 games late. There hasn't really been like a big Pac-12 game late in the season for a long time. No, you're right about that. Um, there's been a few good ones this year. Oh, okay, so I want to get into some picks um for the weekend. Um, Oregon at Washington minus four and a half. Who do you like? Oregon State at Washington. That's uh, it, Oregon, Oregon State. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I have, as you'll see in the uh, 
in, in, in my parlay coming up. I took Washington in this game. Uh, I like Washington at home, uh, at night. Love Washington. But, and I also like I also like the under. I feel like like uh, Washington at home always goes under. I, I disagree. I'm going to take the I'm going to take Washington. I agree with you on that minus four and a half and the over. Um, Texas Tech at TCU minus nine and a half over under sixty nine. Nice. Uh, I like I like Texas Tech and the over. Um, Texas Tech games tend to be very high scoring. All these TCU games are they're getting around seventy something, usually over seventy points. About. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should stop betting against TCU, but I could actually see this game being close. Yeah, I, I, I like. I, I agree. I, th- I think I like Texas Tech. They might even backdoor. Um, nice on the over under, by the way. Um, and uh, uh, obviously, there's uh, the Pact, which which the Pact has actually been doing pretty well um, with Big Twelve and yeah. uh, Pac Twelve overs. So I'll take the over. Okay, so for the Pact. Okay. Yeah, and I like it anyway. Yeah, I like it anyway. Um, UNC at Virginia minus – I wrote that wrong. I meant to say plus seven and a half. Uh, UNC is giving uh, – UNC is giving seven UNC and a half. UNC or uh, seven, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's a mistake on my part. Uh, either way, um, I like UNC. Virginia absolutely sucks. Um, I'm not a fan of UNC. I don't think they're that good. But I do like Drake May. Um, I do – I will have to say Virginia absolutely sucks. You got to take – I would take – I would go with UNC. Yeah, UNC. Is he better than his brother, Drake May? Better than his brother? Yeah, Luke May. Luke May. That's not his brother. Yeah, it's a joke. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, the um, – uh, I like UNC, and I like the under. I, I think I, – I, like, I, I feel like this is a game where, like, Virginia scores, like, three points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I would probably go with the under two, um, but not on the record. I'm just saying if I were to bet it, which I'm not going to, the over-under, I would bet the under, but I'm not picking it. It's not a pick. doesn't count. Um, okay, Iowa at Purdue, over-under 40 and a half. I'm going to go with the under. The spread seems a little funky. I don't know if I could really predict spreads in Iowa games. Uh, it's a little weird, but I'm going to go with the under. It's going to yeah, be a classic Midwest game. I mean, their their offense is so bad, Iowa. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, they scored 10 points against Ohio State, and the touchdown was on, on defense. Yeah, they scored six points against – they scored six points against uh, Illinois. They scored 17 points against Rutgers, and 14 of them were by the defense. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like – you have to take the under. It, it is, as horrible as it is to take an under 40 and a half – like you're basically just sitting there rooting for punts, um, and then <laughs> I like. Um, I think that's a twelve o'clock game. It's a twelve o'clock game. I'm not um, going to watch it. And uh, by the way, with that uh, said, I like. Uh, even though I've said that, I actually like Iowa to cover. Okay, I don't okay. think Purdue's good either. They're not. Um, but you never know. Um, you know, you're right. You're just rooting for punts, and then if like a big play happens, you're like, God damn it! Why did this big play right. just happen? And, and like if the crowd's going nuts and you're just mad about it, right? Um, so yeah, I, I like. I'm not touching the spread this game. I'm gonna have to go with the under. Um, Kentucky at Missouri minus one and a half. Bananas to me that Missouri's giving one and a half. Yeah, this is me? a this is a uh, this is a definition of. By the way, um, I don't know where you're getting that, but. Um, Kentucky's now giving a point. 
I'm sorry. As of right now, they have Kentucky giving a point. Oh, Kentucky's giving a point. Okay, yeah. that might have been a mistake. We probably mind. no. It could have just changed from the day. It could have just changed. Either way, um, either way, it's a huge recency bias of that people just saw Kentucky get killed by Tennessee, but Tennessee is so good. Um, I, I I like Kentucky. I think that people are just that they just have recency bias over uh, over um, Kentucky getting killed by Tennessee. Right. Right. Um, no, yeah, either way, whether they're whether Missouri's giving or getting one and a half, I'm going with Kentucky. This is my lock of the week. Um, yeah. Kentucky's a much better team than Missouri. I agree. Um, even if Kentucky plays a bad game, they should easily be able to cover this. Um, I mean, if Kentucky has beaten much better teams than Missouri, so easily, I think uh, Kentucky should be able to win this, uh, by at least a field goal, probably. More and, and I like, and, and by the way, uh, love the over. Over, I like the under. Forty and a half is the over under. Forty and a half, yeah. Oh my god, I love the over. Yeah, over. Kentucky games always go under though. Kentucky gave forty four to Tennessee alone. It's Tennessee. I know, but I know, but <laughs> like, I, I I like the over. I, I think it's so low. Yeah, it's, I don't know. We'll see. Florida at Texas A and M minus three and a half. I love Florida in this game just as much as I loved. Uh, Kentucky, um, like I said, I don't think Florida is that bad. I don't think Florida, like we said, I don't think Florida is that bad. I don't think, I mean, the thing with Florida is they don't lose to bad teams. They're losing to good teams. They haven't lost to a Texas A&M. So they should easily be able to win, um, win outright even. Um, so the three and a half, Texas A&M, I think Texas A&M can keep it close. Yeah. Because like I said, they keep it close against good teams. But I don't think they're going to win this outright because Texas A&M, they're not just a bad team. They they figure out ways to lose. Like if they're in a close game, they're going to lose. So I don't see them winning. I, I, I mean, the three and a half, I think it's nuts. I, I, I disagree. I, lo- I love Texas A&M. I think it's a bad spot for Florida on the road. Um, I like A&M. All right. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that happens. I, I'm, really, I'm really – I mean – it's three and a half, so they can't even – they do have to cover three and a half. Um, oh, uh, Baylor at Oklahoma, minus three and a half, uh, over under six, uh, 61 and a half, or 62, depending – no, I think it's just 61 and a half. Um, I like Oklahoma minus three and a half. Oklahoma's a pretty good team with Dylan Gabriel. I don't think Baylor's that good. I think Oklahoma should be able to win this. Agreed, Oklahoma. Um, and the over. Yeah. Okay. Oklahoma in the overs. It's not that high. 61 and a half. Or a Even though Oklahoma game. didn't go over last weekend, which sucked. It's an Iowa State thing. Like I said, the pact does not include Iowa State. Right. Does not include Iowa State. Yes. Iowa State games always go under. Yeah. Penn State at Indiana plus 14. Love Penn State. Penn State's going to kill them. Penn State too. Penn State, like we said, their, their two losses are to the two best teams in the country. Um they're a good team, and Indiana is not a good team. And, and Indiana is really bad. They're coming off a loss. I think a game that they, for some points, thought they were going to win. Um, yeah, they, they, they beat Indiana. That yeah, yeah. should easily be. Able and to remember, win. this is like the revenge. Like I, I, I remember, like they, they lost like that first game where it was, it was they Indiana converted two point conversion, but it really wasn't a conversion. Uh, so a little bit of a revenge game. Year, the, the, the one from two years ago? Yeah, so a little bit of a revenge Yes, game. I remember that game. Penn State. 
Yeah, so I, I really I, I really like Penn State this game. Penn State's a good team, so they should be able to win this by a lot. Agreed. Tennessee at Georgia, the game of the weekend. Georgia's giving eight or eight and a half, depending on what app you're using. Um, I like Tennessee to cover. Um, eight points is a lot. Tennessee is the number one team in the country. They are, they have an incredible offense. Um, Georgia's good, but I don't think they're eight points better than Tennessee. Um, it's also worth – I mean, I think both teams have shown inconsistencies. Both teams have been inconsistent at times. Georgia's shown that for sure. But right now, Tennessee looks like – Tennessee is so hot right now, I think it, Tennessee should be able to cover. Uh, you have Tennessee covers, but Georgia wins the game. Hey, we're picking against the spread. How about the over-under? Are you going to take that? Under. Georgia's yeah, I, is really good. I would probably go with the under. I mean, remember, like, I mean, a, a lot of people are going to – I mean, that's a lot of points. They would both have to score a lot of points. points. And a lot of people are going to point to the fact that um, that Florida scored 20 points on, on Georgia last week. But most of their points were when the game was already 28-3. to three. Yeah. It, so was, it wasn't, like, in the big moments. Yeah. This game yeah. won't get out of – this game, like I, I, I don't like we said, Tennessee's going to cover. So I don't see the game getting to a point where one team takes their foot off the pedal at any time. Right, right. I, I don't see that happening. Um, and you know, Tennessee's defense has been better. Um, they've yeah. been able to match, even though it's kind of a weakness for them. It, it's been better. So it, I mean, they didn't. I mean, they're not giving up a lot of put. I mean, they gave up six points to Kentucky. So right. and it's it's harder. Obviously, it's 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 harder to play offense on the road than it is at home. Because you have to change silent counts and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, obviously it's much harder. Um, so over, but overall though, I don't think I'm not really convinced Georgia is a vastly better team than Tennessee. Yeah. Um, Georgia would probably win this game outright, largely because of home uh, home field advantage. But yes, um, eight points I think is a lot. I think like I, like, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Eight points. I, I I think that they lose like. That, but I, I could see, even though this might, even though I still think the game's gonna go under, like I could see Hendon Hooker making plays to keep the game close. Like I could see it being like 10 yeah. points and then they get it three, like stuff. I like mean, that. Hendon Hooker is like Heisman playing Heisman level right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. He's, he's amazing. Um, all right. So I wanna go to Michigan State. At, so yeah, I'm taking Tennessee and the under. You're taking the under too? Yes. Okay. So Michigan State at Illinois. I'm not touching the spread this game, but I'm going with the under because I think this is gonna be a snooze fest. Uh, snooze fest. I'll touch the spread. Ah, see again, I'm not going to touch the spread. Cause I was about to say Michigan state, but they've got like fucking 10,000 people suspended. So, um, I mean, 16 I, and a half points is a lot for a little. It story. is. That's why. And, and I, I'm seeing 17 now on some sports books. I, I actually might take Michigan state, but I, I mean, is Illinois 17 points better than anybody? I don't think no. so. No, probably not. But I think there is a lot of suspensions on Michigan. The, the thing is going to be like, Basically, does does what happened on Saturday, Michigan State? I think it's something that could either like derail their season. They finish three and nine, or like they just come together and just play great football. Like I, I, I think I don't the, know which the answer is. That I think the former is more likely than the latter. I agree. Um, and, but you're right; it could it could go either way. Yeah, and this is another game where it's just Big Ten football is you know. Big Ten Marvel. snooze fest, and exactly every week there's a new Big Ten snooze fest. Another, uh, this, and this one's a three thirty game on Big Ten Network, so nobody's watching this game. Like, yeah, I, I'm hardly gonna watch this. Um, yeah, I'm probably gonna take Michigan State. I'm yeah, I would go take Michigan, Michigan State. State. I don't know. I, I think I said I'm not gonna touch the spread, but I'm gonna go with Michigan State. If the game goes under, if the game goes under, uh, Michigan State will cover. Yeah, yeah, almost guaranteed. So. 
I don't think I think Illinois is a better team, obviously, but they're not, I don't think they're that much better than Michigan State. So, and in these games, Michigan State tends to cover. I mean, they've been they, they even covered against Michigan, so they should be able to do it here. Uh, all right, so all right, Michigan State and the under, Oklahoma State at Kansas plus two. I'm going with Kansas. Oklahoma. I know this is crazy because Kansas has been losing. Betting on Kansas has been losing me, but I actually believe in it this time. Oak State. All right. Uh, Oak State. What's the over under? Probably like I forgot to put that in. It's probably like. Uh, Hold on, I'll give you one sec. It, the over under is 64 and a half. 64 and a half. Uh, over. For the pact, obviously. Yeah, over. But yeah, I like the over anyway. Um, I mean, Oklahoma, like, I, I, like, look at what Oklahoma State. I think I don't understand how Oklahoma State could be as bad as they were last week. So, no, but I still kind of believe in Kansas. By the way, all time Big 12, all time Big 12 schedule, all time Big 12 results. To, Went to double overtime with TCU, then beat Texas, then lost to Kansas State forty-eight nothing. Like that's an all-time Big Twelve. Yeah, it really is. There, yeah, it's a crazy conference out there. Um, all right, Texas at Kansas State plus two and a half. I like Texas. Texas. I'm going with the Longhorns. Uh, Texas. Texas is a good team. Uh, yeah. They're really good for a five and three team. So I'm I'm gonna have to go with Texas. I think Kansas. I don't. I don't know how much I really believe in Kansas. I mean, we don't even know who Adrian Martinez's status. Yeah, yeah. We don't even know. Which, by the way, is such so freaking annoying. I mean, I get why they do it, but it's like they're always like, "Well, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen." Like, like they always say something like, "Well, he's either going to play." It's it, it really should be it, it really should be illegal. Like, like I I feel like I'll, I'll bet like the Charlotte Hornets one night at like six 30 and then at like six 45, they're like LaMelo ball and Terry Rosier are playing. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, well that changes everything. Right. But <laughs> like, um, I like Texas. The one I, I, thing I like, I, I don't know if this is, but I like that the games at night, I feel like when Texas loses, it's always like at like noon when there's other big games on. And like, it always that's like so flies sort of under the radar. That's, so, that's very true. I um, like the game being at night for Texas. And also Kansas state is kind of due for another loss. Yeah, forty nine. I, mean, I, like I don't phrase I don't think Kansas State is necessarily due for another loss, but I think Texas is due for a big win. Right, and I think they're certainly good enough to beat Kansas. And State. and I think it's also a game where like people think that Kansas State are amazing because they won forty eight nothing over the weekend. Yeah, and, and also you have to remember, I think people wrote off Texas, but like, and and <clears throat> the thing is, Texas is an inconsistent team, but you know what, they're really talented. So I think that if they're on their game, they could beat almost they could beat pretty much anybody in the conference. Right. So I would go with Texas in the over. Um Alabama at LSU plus 13 and a half. I'm going to go with LSU. Um Alabama struggles on the road so much. Yes. They rarely within the with from last year into this year, they rarely covered on the road. <laughs> They, they rarely cover on the road. I mean, this year, the only game they covered on the road was at Arkansas, and th- they shouldn't have. Um, so yeah. that game, like, they didn't play a good game. So, and LSU's a good team. I think Alabama's going to win, but I don't know. I don't see Alabama dominating this game. Um, yeah, I, 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 I agree. With Alabama that. has a lot think, to lose. I, 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 I think that – and I like – obviously, I think that, that – um, they're tough at uh, they're tough at night um, in LSU. They're they're really good at night. At yeah. All, so. 
I agree. Yeah, so I, yeah, I would have to go with LSU. I think they can at least keep it close. If, if they can't keep it close, at least the backdoor cover. Um, and, and, you know, if, if Alabama kills them, it really does. And, like, LSU still feels that they have a lot to prove. And right. Alabama still has a lot to lose. So I think all of that has to be taken into account. Alabama's had a lot of close – they've had a lot of close calls. So I, I could see this kind of being another one. Um, Clemson at Notre Dame, plus three and a half, over under 44 and a half. I love the over. And Notre Dame. I don't think Clemson is that much better than Notre Dame. So I'm going to have to go with Notre Dame. I think this is a thriller. How about this? I'll, I'll, I'll do one better. I'll do Notre Dame money line. Give me All right, you're on record. Notre Dame. Notre money. Dame, oh, by the way, by the way Notre Dame, the person who does their uniforms should be fired if they don't wear their green uniforms tomorrow uh, on Saturday. If they don't wear the green uniforms on Saturday night game, the guy who does the, the uniform should be fired. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I like like I said, I like Notre Dame. I think Clemson's due for a loss, um, and I like the over forty four and a half. Seems low. I think both these teams can score a lot. Um, and, and by the way, let me ask you a question. This is sort of a side note. Does this count as a non conference game for Clemson? Yes. You think this counts? What? Yes. Notre Dame's a de facto ACC team. Uh, they're not though, but they're not a real. The ACC team, though, no, but yeah. they have to play five ACC games on average. It's not, a, but it's a non-conference game. Yeah. I, oh. So you're, you're 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 talking about you're talking about when you determining who has the best. Um, right. Conference. I'm just saying. I don't think this counts as non-conference. Okay. I don't know. That's just. Fuck. It doesn't really matter. I'm just curious. Um, uh, Auburn at Mississippi State minus twelve and a half. I like Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State always wins these games by a lot at home. Yeah, I agree. Mississippi State. Yeah, Mississippi, yeah State. Mississippi State. Yeah, that, that should be a pretty easy one. Um, Arizona at Utah minus 17 and a half. Um, I would just go with the over. Utah's a really good team, but I don't know. Arizona keeps it close against these teams. Utah. You know, with Utah minus 17 and a half. Well, I'm, going, I'm just going to go with the over. Um, I'm a little nervous about it. Um, Florida State at Miami minus seven and um, Florida, uh, hold on, uh, at Miami, Florida State at Miami plus seven and a half over under 52 and a half. Uh, I like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go with Florida State minus the points. Florida yeah, State I agree. I, Miami, Miami, Miami's pretty bad. Yeah, Miami stinks. Did they stink? Um, I yeah, agree with that. I, I, I agree with, um, I agree with, um, I agree with that. I, 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 Miami's been so disappointing this season. It's been crazy. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I don't like, yeah, I don't like Miami much. Uh, Cal at USC minus twelve and a half. Love USC. Wait, twelve. And yeah, half. I agree. U, USC. Cal is terrible. I God. Yeah, Cal is terrible. Wait, wait that can't be right. Cal at USC is only twelve. Twenty one. I wrote that wrong. Twenty one and a half. Yeah, it's a little bit of difference. <laughs> a little bit of a difference. I still actually take USC, though. I'm still going to take USC. I think USC blows them out. Cal sucks. Yeah, I still like USC minus 21 and a half. Um, UCLA at ASU minus 10 and a half. I like UCLA. Um, I'm going to bet the over because of the pact, but I actually think this game might actually go under. ASU and uh, over. You, you, you actually think ASU can cover? Yes. I think ASU is not going to score much. Yeah. 
I don't think. I agree. I, I mean, uh, we'll see. UCLA has a good defense. Emory Jones. Um, well, Emory Jones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I agree. All right, so here's our unnecessary wagers. Uh, we'll start with yours first. Here's your unnecessary wager. Yeah, um, Duke. This uh, Duke. The Duke game, I believe, is tomorrow. By the way, um, Duke. Uh, which so Thursday. The Duke game is on Thursday. Um, Duke Washington, which we talked about this game earlier. Um, and I again, I like Washington. Penn State talked about that. Oregon, Georgia, and then the one I like Minnesota. Nebraska is a joke. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I like I like a few of these. This is not as greasy as my normal parlays because I have Washington and uh, Georgia in there. It's but um, greasier than my parlay, I'd say. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, Oregon money line against it's a Colorado. Plus yeah. <laughs> That's pretty greasy. And, and this 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 by the way this uh, this might be a, a, a desperation parlay if the Lakers don't cover in the next two minutes here. Uh oh. <laughs> what? what? What did I'm, you have? As we're filming a gambling show, I'm sweating out the Lakers plus three. Um, <laughs> but you're going to look like Larry in that episode of Curb when he's in uh, when he's in. I think it's the DMV. Yeah. Yes. And he's no, like crying he, because he, the he's Knicks at the vet. Yeah, he's at the veterinarian, and he's crying what? because the, the Knicks didn't cover three and a half. And then he's like, "I love that dog." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So here's mine. Not quite as greasy, though. Just similar. It's a lot. Or um, yeah, over fifty four and a half. Kentucky minus one and a half. Florida plus three and a half, which we went over. Oklahoma money line, Penn State money line, Alabama money line, Florida State money line, USC money line, and UCLA money line. So a lot of greasy, pretty greasy too. Um, a lot of these are pretty easy bets, but you know, a, a few of them. I mean, the Florida, I. According to uh, the odds, Kentucky minus one and a half is the toughest one, which I think is yeah. pretty easy. Um, yeah, I, I think the, pro- the thing with parlays is that you look at every single bet individually and think that's going to win, and then go on to think, well, if I put them all together, that's all also probably going to win. But you know, it doesn't always work yeah. that way. But okay, yeah. Um, I, thank you I, for I, coming I on. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank uh, you. We'll be back next week. Um, hopefully, I do better than. 500 this week in my picks. Um, but we'll see. There's a good chance I'm under 500. So <laughs> we'll see. All right. Peace out. Thank you.